Hello and welcome to the Becoming an Anomaly podcast. I am your host, Caitlin. I'm a mindset and business coach helping you reprogram your mind to get out of your own way and create the life you want. Here we talk about all things mindset, manifestation, and business. Tune in weekly for genuine conversations on moving past what's keeping you small, going against the norm, and actualizing what you truly desire. And of course, all of the baggage that comes along with that. Buckle up and get ready to release the conditioning that so many never do. Here's to becoming an anomaly. Let's get into it. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Becoming an Anomaly podcast. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) Honestly, this is my favorite time of week. I love getting this microphone out and recording episodes for you. It's so fun. It honestly is. The last weekend, I had a lot of fun as well. Just doing Caitlin things. (laughs) I did diamond paintings for the first time, which was so fun. If you don't know what that is and you're into like arts and craft type of things, you'll probably love it. My friend and I did Baby Yoda diamond paintings. Such a good time to be alive. We also saw the scary movie Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. I'd rate it 7 out of 10. I'm a horror movie type of gal, if you didn't know. Now you do. I love it. (laughs) I also did a lot of drawing, coloring. I found an old coloring book. I feel like these are popular. I'm like looking at it right now. They are the Joanna Bassford coloring books. I think that this person makes a ton of different ones and they're all very beautiful. They're like adult coloring books. So if you like that, highly recommend you checking it out. It's so much fun. It takes a lot longer than I thought it would, but I love it. (laughs) Also, I went to water park slash swimming fitness center of sorts. (laughs) And my friend did competitive swimming growing up. I decided it would be a good idea to go to this water center with her so she could teach me how to like freestyle swim and stuff. Um, I'm not great. <laughs> it is very hard. Like that was a very interesting experience. She also was teaching me how to dive into the water because honestly, just I can see it now. Me just gracefully like plunking into the water, like barely a splash in sight. You know what I mean? Like just looking majestic as fuck. I want that for me. And honestly, it involved a lot of belly flops. I'm better than when I started, but it's still not great. I need to work on it. (laughs) We had like swim caps, goggles, the whole shebang. It was amazing. And we did the water slides after and like the wave pool with all of those seven-year-olds. It was a great (laughs) time. Honestly, the inner child loved it fully loved it adult Caitlin loved it too it was just all around a great experience so that about sums up my weekend and now I'm here to record this wonderful episode on starting a business when your fear of judgment has you in a literal chokehold because I've been there big time entrepreneurship honestly has a very special way of bringing all of your deepest fears and limiting beliefs right to the surface which is a very expansive experience, to say the least. Definitely very challenging. For me, literally about a week before I fully decided to start my own business, I was about 95% confident that I wouldn't do it. I was so deeply afraid of what other people would think about me doing this. 
I was just so afraid of even the thought of needing to get on social media and sell my offers. Everything felt so cringy. Like reels, TikToks, no, no thank you. Like I'll hard pass on that, like hard pass. (laughs) The thought of publicly announcing my greatest dreams and aspirations to everyone on the internet and just opening myself up to the possibility of publicly failing felt horrific. It really did. Honestly, when I think about it, everything about business scared the absolute hell out of me. It was so far outside of my comfort zone. And my whole life, I had been such a people pleaser. I was so good at it. And I just loved, like, as people pleasers do, I just needed, craved that external validation, those thumbs up, pats on the back, you're doing a good job, like, whatever it is, I felt I needed that. It was such a big part of my identity to just, like, be the good girl and get that validation from others. It felt so effortless to be able to adapt to my surroundings, adapt to the wants, needs, mannerisms, and opinions of those around me, and mimic them, morph to them, mirror them. So the thought of starting my own business, the thought of what other people would think about me doing that, that was a no from me. That was a hard no. And looking back, it's so interesting how concerned I was that I wouldn't be able to figure out the strategy. I wouldn't be able to figure out how to do my taxes. I was so scared that I had no idea what I was doing. But now looking back, I can say that the most challenging part of business isn't the strategy. It's the mindset that goes behind it. Being able to continuously show up when it feels like no one's listening or to stay in the boat when it feels like everything's falling apart around you or to show up and do the damn thing when you're learning something new. Well, really learning a lot of new things all at once and showing up through all of that especially at the beginning when you're feeling so stuck, like you don't even know where to begin. Trust me, I get that. And specifically, if that's something you're noticing coming up for you right now, I do have currently spots open for private one-on-one coaching. You shift from feeling super stuck and overwhelmed to clear, confident, signing your first clients. The application for that will be in the show notes. And with that, if you want to start your own business, or are in the midst of starting it right now and your fear of judgment and your fear of failure has you in a literal chokehold, I invite you to focus on a few things. First, zoom out and think about the big picture. If you achieve everything that you should, everything that is expected, everything that they want you to do, and at the end of that, if you are completely miserable, does it even matter? would you really be satisfied? I invite you to start allowing yourself to dream big. Think about yourself for once. Instead of all those expectations and societal norms, what they have painted as the vision of success, what do you want? How do you want to feel on an everyday basis? What do you want to experience more of? What do you want your everyday life to look like? Do you want to work nine to five? And if you have that automatic thought of, I don't want to work nine to five, but that's like what people do. (laughs) 
That's not what people have to do. It's what we've been taught is normal and expected. Notice what thoughts, what limiting beliefs are coming up on repeat for you and start getting curious about them. What ceilings are you putting on yourself? What ceilings are you putting on what you are capable of? Because at the end of the day, the only person's opinion who actually matters is your own. Think about when somebody criticizes you on something that you're 100% confident in. Think about how it literally could not phase you less. It just goes straight over your head. You literally don't even think about it. Whereas if someone criticizes you on something that you're insecure about, even if it's only a little bit, it can stick with you for weeks, for years. It hits so differently. The difference isn't what they're saying. It's not what they're criticizing you on. The difference is your opinion on it. That's what changes. So I invite you to start making your opinion a priority to you. It's so funny, even when people are dating, people often are so concerned, wondering if that person likes them. But really, the question should be, do you even like them? What do you think about them? but it's such a deeply ingrained learned behavior. So I invite you to begin noticing when it comes up for you. When are you prioritizing the thoughts and opinions of other people over your own? For example, being scared about how other people are gonna feel about you starting your own business. Let's really get into this. First things first, how they feel about it is not your responsibility. And really, it's not even in your control. If people knock you down and shit on your dreams, they're one, probably not people you should concern yourself with in the first place. And two, that is them projecting all of their own insecurities and blocks onto you. It's not about you. Think about it this way. We both know this guy named Chad. Personally, I think that Chad is the most insufferable, annoying, narcissistic, ignorant asshole I've ever met. I hate being around Chad, where, as you know, Chad as well, but you think he's the best type of person ever. You think he's inspiring and innovative and confident. You love being around Chad and his energy. In both situations, Chad is just being Chad. The thing that is different is us. It's us projecting our own experiences and paradigms onto Chad that changes our perception of him. Projection is perception. Our thoughts, opinions, and perception of others has everything to do with us. And other people's have everything to do with them. So with that, when starting your own business, Remember that your ambition challenges other people's stagnancy and they're probably going to be triggered about that. But here's the thing. It's about them. It's not about you. So don't make it about you. And also, it sounds like a them problem. It really does. Another thing to consider is that your highest good is for the highest good of everyone else. When you are feeling most vibrantly yourself, when you're happy, inspired, fulfilled, confident, and abundant, think about how you would show up differently as a friend, partner, sister, mother, employee, or just person in general, compared to when you're feeling burnt out, unfulfilled, bored, and unhappy. Think about how the world would be a better place if you were able to actualize your dreams. And the last thing I want to dive into is really focusing on what is in your control. 
let's just call it how it is. You can't control the emotions of others. You can't control the happiness of others. And despite what you may have been subconsciously taught, it's not your responsibility either. It's so easy to feel lost, stuck, and overwhelmed when you're so caught up and focused on all of the things outside of your control. So I invite you to ground back in and center yourself in things that are actually in your control. Your words, thoughts, and actions. And there's so much power in that. You are capable of actualizing that life where you walk by the mirror and stare at yourself and think, oh my God, I can't believe the life I've created for myself. You can do that, but no one can do the work but you. If you're feeling super stuck and overwhelmed and want to dive into this work deeper with me one-on-one, apply that link in the show notes and let's get you clear, confident, signing your first clients. Let's make it happen. So to sum up today, if you want to start a business, but your fear of judgment has you in a chokehold, Focus on these things. The only person's opinion who actually matters is yours. You are not responsible for other people's emotions and opinions. Your highest good is for the good of everyone else and start focusing on what is actually in your control. And with these lessons from today, we have so many deeply programmed stories, beliefs, and narratives that really reinforce those old unhelpful patterns, habits, and behaviors that hold us back from creating the life and business that we want. And reprogramming these things takes time. It takes effort. But at the end of the day, it's so worth it. When you think about that vision, everything you want, everything you're creating for yourself, those feelings of joy, ease, safety, security, purpose, and fulfillment. When you think about that higher version of yourself who's living that dream life and how that impacts everyone around you. Isn't that version worth facing your fears, facing yourself, facing your shadow, and being able to expand through it and show up in spite of it? With that, that is the end of today's episode of the Becoming an Anomaly podcast. Thank you so much for being here, and I will see you here back next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Becoming an Anomaly podcast. Check out the show notes to find out how you can dive into this work with me one-on-one. And if you've loved today's conversation, screenshot this episode and share it to your Instagram stories, tagging me at the Anomaly Coaching Co. so that we can connect. And with that, I'll see you next week for another episode of the Becoming an Anomaly podcast. Mm-hmm.